Hi, I'm Jen, a.k.a. Takata Cycle. And I'm Tessa. And this is the second half of the Season 6 wish list, which I suppose is actually Episode 68 now. This is the second part of the Season 6 wish list, fear list, hope list, and please don't do this to me list. <laughs> On to Blacklister 214. Our, our good old Blacklister. I love her. She She's finally She is. She took a little bit of a hiatus herself. I saw her drop off, and then all of a sudden I got back-to-back uh, chapters of her, of her uh, AU fanfic called... Um, Oh, what is it? Second Son. And the premise is that, that Red adopts Jacob Phelps rather than the Major getting a hold of him and and raises him along with Dimbe. And, oh my god, I love it so much. <laughs> it hits on all those emotional points that I need. Yeah. <laughs> I those know. Those are things I will read after the Black And I understand, but I, I highly recommend it to any Tom, especially for the Tom and Red fans. Like, mm-hmm. it's... And this is this is something funny. It, it goes with both reading Blacklister's works and also I've one one of the pieces of my writing portfolio. I was told that I I really needed was a um, a spec script, meaning a, a script I'm writing without being paid for, um, writing on on speculative uh, spec script for a current show. And so I chose the Blacklist because that's a no brainer. Um, I you it has to be a show you know inside and out, and that's. Honestly, New Amsterdam, I'm, I'm getting that way with. Um, I'll need to do a, a rewatch over the holidays for that. But Blacklist is the only show I can I can unequivocally say that I know inside and out. And so that's what I'm working on. Um, and I was working on it, I think it was yesterday I made a post. Uh, we're, we're doing this on Monday, Monday evening. I have no idea when I'll get this edited, but hopefully by this weekend. <laughs> Um, but Monday evening, um, so Sunday I was working on, on a scene from that and I made a post that said, damn it all. If this is not making me nostalgic for the day that I loved red, I miss loving red. God, I used to love him. <laughs> that is so- very funny. I, I, I really do. I miss loving him. It, it kills me. And I think that's one thing that's made me so bitter. Like on top of losing Tom, I, I feel like I, I personally do not directly blame red for it because it was tom's decision to follow up on it but it was red's secret and so so you're you're more or less going with blacklist that says i have no fears you're already done <laughs> with that you have most decided yes i'm just what trying would to you do to me now show I, me I, put me in cement at least i know where i am well i don't know where i am that's the problem so i'm more back with uh with pkj's blog just trying to survive this crap <laughs> Just trying to keep my head above water and pretend I can swim. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's I, I miss loving red. Anyway, um, sorry, side sidetracked there. Blacklister two one four. Her ex. She she was so organized in this. Most people are just like, boom, this is what I feel, and I'm like, yes, feelings. She was so super organized, and I I love her for it. Uh, expectations. Liz and Jennifer scoring. Some minor hits against Red. Jennifer either die, uh, Jennifer either dying or the sisters turning on each other. Not nearly Whoa. enough. Yeah, not Black- nearly enough in mythology. Blacklister, you're turning dark here. <laughs> <laughs> not nearly enough mythology, and this is her expectations. Not nearly enough mythology, and the Aram and Samara wedding. Um, 
I could see, I could see them turning on each other. I could see, and I think you and I have talked about it before, in which, you know, the scenario comes up that Red is Liz's biological father, but also not the same individual, whether the name is correct or not, not the same individual that, that sired Jennifer, that was Jennifer's father, that she remembers leaving that night, you know, that, and so the, you know, and, and something happening that causes that. At least basically kill her dad. Yeah, and so that that chasm between them and putting pitting them against each other, I could totally see that. Um, I don't know how they're going to gear it up. Um, at least when they went into the the writing season, they knew they knew their formatting. They knew they were going to go back to back to back to back. And so while they'll have sweeps, they will have their spring sweeps. They won't have as many of the like packed hits that they'll need. So I do think whatever happens with Jennifer will probably happen during spring sweeps, uh, which will be February, I believe. Um, that'll so either so Jen- she actually expects Jennifer to die or they turn into into one another. That's interesting. I don't, I, honestly, I could see her dying. I mean, I, I would hate it because I really, I, I love Fiona. Um, so Fiona, and for anybody that's been listening to us, you know that I'm a big Dark Gently fan, and they canceled us, and I, I was, I, I did not put nearly as much effort as many people did, so I don't want to toot my own horn there, but I was, I was definitely friends with all the people that <laughs> put all the effort into it, I just reblogged a lot. <laughs> um, but Dark Gently was such a fantastic show, such a quirky, out-of-the-box show, I mean, which is very much, you know, Douglas Adams. Um, and, and, uh, Fiona played, uh, a character named Bart, uh, Bart Curlish, which was, I mean, her, she was a holistic assassin. That was what she was. She was just nuts. And I loved her. She was fantastic. I mean, she literally came into season two with a chainsaw or no, she didn't have a chainsaw at the beginning, but like a bloody tutu and just covered in dirt. And she, she was just great. She was psycho. Um, and she killed a lot of people. Um, and so when she showed up in Blacklist, I was super excited because they'd canceled Dirk Gently. I'm like, at least she's here. I can have her. I can keep her because she was so fantastic. And I know I can't keep her till the end. I'm aware of that. But I hope she doesn't die. But I, I could see them turning on each other. I'm prepared for it. I think that is definitely a possibility. I do think, however, that there has been a lot of the stories that we have had with, in that I go to the themes, um, the stories that we have had with siblings, they did start dark uh, because you had Nora that killed the sister, Rowan, uh, they had uh, other siblings. Um, but in general, most of the sibling stories have been um, good stories, not have been stories of the turning. So I would not be surprised. I agree that they are going to at one point turn into one another, to, to one another. But I think that they're not going to, that they're actually going to start working together. I, I don't expect that to to uh, linger too much. I don't. Um, and I, I definitely I mean, think if for nothing else, then we do know that they are that that red. I mean, just from I mean, and spoiler, um, but 
but uh, filming has shown that Red's going to be in prison. From what I understand, relatively early. Yeah. So I don't know how many episodes in. Um, I, I have trouble. And, and we don't know with... why. I mean, it could be very well no. that he's just there looking for a blacklister or hiding, hiding from Liz. What better way to hide from Liz than going into federal prison where she could just gonna say, I'm going to speak to her. What's she going to do? <laughs> Waltz into a, a male prison and you know shoot him in the face? No. Yeah, that would be a pretty safe place for him to hide from her, I guess. <laughs> you know, run, red, run. <laughs> yeah. Or, or he's looking for information. That's Remember, a possibility. Season two, when he went into the, I mean, he got himself captured yeah, to go find, to go, you know, to, uh, at the factory, to go in the factory. And that was not exactly like a nice prison. No, um, they not they, a walk in the they park. say hello to you while you're like on a cross and they basically shock you to death. So not, not, they were, they were, it, that was not fun. Definitely one of the things that I find interesting here is that um, a lot of people are, are forgetting that at the end of the season, there is a big hole living there that he doesn't know. He has no idea what really happened to Carla. Uh, because I, do you think that Red bought that, that tombstone? I don't I mean, know. this is a blacklist where fake deaths are like a dime a dozen. And unless you see the body going through the chipper, eh, it could happen. It's the can it's like giving out candy at Halloween. It's insane. Um but it's the genre you can pull it off. Like I I'm not saying that in a bad way or a negative way. I actually kind of enjoy it because <laughs> it always gives me that horrible little hope. <laughs> Um, yeah, fair, fair it's like warning. putting a little salt in the wound and, and rubbing yeah. it a little. Oh, it's terrible. Just to um, then wash I, it off and feel the relief. I am not convinced that Carla is dead. Um, do, do, speaking of hope, <laughs> giving those horrible little hopes, would you like to move on to Blacklister's hope? Let's see. All right, so uh, her hope for the next season is that we'll have flashback episodes featuring Katarina, Red, Dembe, and red. Um, I don't know if I mistyped I that. I think you're or... that because it's England somewhere out there, way like in the 70s, according to the cars, 70s what? or 80s. So, oh, yeah, I didn't I think see that. Them. Oh, um, yeah. I didn't see that. That'd be great. Oh, my gosh. I'm all for flashbacks. Mythology. Mythology. Um, so, uh, flashback episodes, um, steady stream of mythology. Another another fan of mythology there. Um she said no Kessler. I'm assuming she means um, Keenler. And th- this may be an unpopular opinion, but I don't think that they're going to worry Kessler? too. Uh, I think Kessler was kind of like, uh, what was it? Tizzy was an early name for Keen Squared. I think Kessler was an early name for, for Keenler. Um, Keen and Wrestler. And so... Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I think so. Um, I and this is an unpopular opinion with my Keenler buddies, and I apologize, guys. Like you guys can can ship what you want and hope for what you want, and kudos to you. Um, but I I don't I think we're gonna see romance. This is when I you're don't. in the midst of a of a of a revenge against a guy who you think uh, passes your father for five years and told you a bunch of lies, kill your adopted father and cause the death of your husband. I don't think romance is going there. Just my personal opinion. I, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. It's like, I don't care if the wedding rings on or off. Like at this point, her, her focus is very much on revenge and dealing with what's being dealt with. And that's going to lead us to the end of the story. 
She's I, going the darkest she's ever been. Yeah, the, and the, there's no The boat point. is like nothing now. And regardless on how you feel about about Wrestler and Liz or anybody in Liz, romance of any sort is going to let light in. And so, and that's that's not where we're at right now. We're not we're not at a point where light can come cracking through. So I, and I mean, just for the fact that it took them what four years to break down, then build back up a relationship, and when you spend that long, then it would it would seem cheapened. I think to just add someone else in, and I I just like if I were a Keenler shipper, I wouldn't want to. You know, for it to just be like, bam, there, it's there. You know, I, I would be in it for the build-up and the, the whole, you know, the whole shebang. I mean, when you're a shipper, that's what you're what you're in it for. Um, and I know that's easy. That, I know that it, Jen I know, explains that to me. I know, that's, I know that's super easy, yeah. I know, I know that's super easy for me to say as a Keen Squared fan, but to be fair, my guy's dead. Um, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> His heart stopped. Um, I'm, I'm squealing already because I'm reading the last of that sentence and I'm squealing. Um, she also wants an episode or two wrapping up <laughs> Tom's many dangling and mysteries. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. another I one of those. I think that that's a, that's a theme of our listeners because we're called Keen Minds Podcast. So I guess a lot of our of our listeners, yeah. although we are getting new listeners that are not necessarily so Tom focused, but uh, yes, we here we are. Keen Minds got the, not just because our minds are very keen, they are, uh, but also because of Tom Keen. And this yeah. keen, um, and then come the squeal. More oh, well, dom. Get, I was gonna, oh, okay. I thought you were about to skip past that. Yes, more dom. I definitely want more dom. I expect more dom. Um, that's not just a hope for me. I do expect dom to become a more prominent character. He's just too deeply woven into this story at this point. Even though he hasn't been there a great deal, he's he's very deep in it. He's deep in the mythology of it. I think we'll see dom again probably more prevalent in this coming season than we've seen it before i i do have i that that's a not just a hope that's an expectation of mine um impossible for the next one i was gonna say impossible dream tom is alive and alive is in all caps (laughs) that was not me that was her um i copied and pasted that (laughs) but no i you know i i mean we're going to go over our hopes and expectations and fears at the end. And, uh, I mean, heaven knows that's mine. Um, Tom being alive would be fantastic. But I, I will go over my – the reasons I think it might be possible in the smallest opinions of it uh, at the end. I don't want to go into that now. I want to do that with yeah. mine because I'm uh, it's selfish a, that it's way. A, it's, a, it's actually not uncommon. Some people uh, – and there is the Thomas, as usual, even for a year, are still has the the character that brings out the most uh, um, uh, heated response. He's still pushing. I mean, the, I, some he's still some pushing the are hoping. Yeah, he's still pushing the um, the plot along. I mean, this is still Liz wanting revenge for her dead husband. I mean, that's. That's what kills me. The people are wanting Tom alive. The other ones are fearing Tom alive. So I think that's true. Tom is still there, Um, and I always say, and the haters are probably his biggest fans (gasps) because. 
there's two people still nowadays that write more posts about Tom than people who like Tom. In your um, minds and your hearts, Tom, are, Tom is still alive. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tom is really the bad boy your mom told you was not good for you and you still went ahead and no. couldn't help it. You no, I, da- I dated that bad boy in college. Trust me, he was not Tom Keen. Tom Keen was so much better. <laughs> no, but that was like that was like that. You know, that boy that they tell you not to date and 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 then you kind of like I mean you know it's true, but you just can't help it. He is so bad he's good. Um so yeah, that's uh, and then fear. She said, "I have no fears. They already done with me what I most dreaded, which I read before." To quote guys and dolls, "What would you do to me? Should me put me in cement? At least I know where I am." And that's honestly, and that, there's there's a lot of that in the fandom right now. I think that there's a lot of exhaustion in it, um, and that happens at this point in a TV show. I mean, we're well over a hundred episodes in. Um, we it, this is a very mythology heavy episode in which we saw very little mythology. That we know of, um, very very little obvious mythology like in season in season five. I you know I there's so much that until the end we won't be able to give an honest honest account of, and I, I have mm-hmm. to I have to stand by that and and own that and go back to that to a large extent, and that that's gonna go back into hopes and fears and and my whole bit. Um, but yeah, I mean there's. There's a lot. There's a lot of exhaustion in it that we've been through the ringer. We've been through this race, and you know, Megan in in an interview with the um, the Blacklist Exposed said, you know, enjoy the ride. Well, this has been one hell of a ride. It's it's been a freaking roller coaster in which I'm pretty sure we got stuck upside down at one point, and we might have actually come off the rails and like skipped a spot at one point. You know, it's just it's been insane. <laughs> and um, going into the ins- insane, let's see what Beth Batches have to say in Facebook. Yeah, she wants more some Samar and Aram. I guess she's a big fan. Yeah, I, you know, a- as a Saram fan. I'm terrified to have more of them because I'm afraid that one of them will end up injured and or angry and or hurt or dead, dead. <laughs> you know, what have you. <laughs> so I'm like, I, can I, I would, just be happy in a too, corner? I imagine so. I, I have, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I've never given them 100% survival de- rate. <laughs> it just doesn't happen on the blacklist. I, you know, I've heard rumors about stuff with Samar, and I, like, it's, I, I don't know what's going to happen this next season, but I'm, I'm a little scared. Well, we, you know, one thing is that this, this, the, let's, let's talk about the arc that they've gone to. Um, Samar started being really a double operative uh, she was serving two masters. She was in the FBI for reasons that we quite never ex- understood. And then she was still doing her um, Mossad operations, and she was asked to choose. And then, you know, she's gone through going and 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 going back to her roots and examining and she, everything that that had at her up until the moment that she found her brother was a terrorist that she's being chasing. And that's one of the siblings that did not turn out to be so good. Um, there is, um, 
there's been a reckoning and, and a readjusting of who she was. And she lost a lot of the badness bad, bad, bad thing in her when that happened. And, and I understand that when you receive such a shock, I think that it would be normal to reevaluate who you are and maybe a lot of the things that she was willing to do in the past now that she's not so willing to do because she understood a lot of things about her about the world so but Aram has just recently started to go into the darkness he started doing things that were not by the book he's always done things that were not by the book because he follows his own heart he had also done um, you know he went from unable to to kill anybody and going to therapy because he killed a guy to getting the architect and learning to drive and to be an agent because of it. So I think that that those things are important. And I think that Aram has still to go a bit more into darkness the way, maybe not the same way, of course, not the same way that wrestler did. Um, he has to go into Hades and come back. And I don't think he quite did with Samar. He always kept that hope. And I think that, that Ram has to lose some hope in there. He has to be baptized in in the world. In fire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the way he or goes water, in the whatever, I, mean, I don't know. Water. I don't know. Fire is a... Water. She got baptized in water. He got. He's going to need baptize, baptism through fire. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Go. It's such... I, I yeah, worry maybe, for them. I do. Yeah. So maybe um, a few questions of Agnes. So Agnes is being a theme here. A lot of people want more Agnes. I think we like Agnes. She's a little glimmer of hope. I mean, she she was able to she turn made the best faces, and she did. Like all of those kids have been fantastic. Um, but I mean, she was able to turn a a hardened killer into this melty little puddle of a father that just like. <laughs> Oh, I love father, whatever you want to call yes, dread. I mean, really, like she just she has the that delightful best... seat, the grandpappy, or what was he we call oh. granny? Um, it wasn't poppy, but it was something like that. Um, yeah. um, what was it? It, it must have been poppy. him. Yeah, something like it. It it was hilarious, and and I think um, that 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 you know that that is yeah. true. And you and you can see now how red has been prevented from whatever you want to call him. He's the father, not her father, a father figure. But he has f- function in that sphere, and that's what matters. Um, he has been now prevented from seeing his grandchild. And I think it'll be very interesting when, you know, okay, so, you know, Garby's dead. Why aren't you bringing Agnes back? That'll be a very interesting conversation because I don't think Liz will because I don't think she's willing to risk her daughter in all of this. You know, it's I think a lot of the reason she's doing this is Agnes. I now I think a lot of the reason she's doing it is herself and the people she's lost. But to be fair, and I I love Liz, but the people that she's lost are gone. You know, Sam's dead, Kate's dead, Tom's dead, and so the at least from her point of view. I'm going to hope that the last one, maybe not. Anyway, um, we'll get to that. <laughs> um, but, but in her point of view, you know, these people are dead and gone. So this 
revenge is always for the living. It's not for the dead, no matter how much people say, I'm, I'm, I'm reaching out for revenge for this person. No, you're not. You're reaching out for revenge for you because you're the one left to appreciate it. And yeah. And dig two graves while you're at it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, and so, you know, while, while I do think that she's keeping Agnes away for, for her own sake to a degree, I think a lot of it's because she wants to go this dark because she wants revenge. She, and she can't have this light in her life. If she wants to, basically, if she had this light in her life, she could not go to the places she needs to go to destroy Raymond Reddington. And that is exactly, if you remember, what is my absolutely favorite scene that I quote probably about every episode? The scene in which you talk to Red about the the, the cut scene, scene the he, deleted scene. <laughs> the deleted scene. You know that? I have my theme, the deleted scene, in which he told them that, you know, you can't be a father when you go down this dark road of revenge. It's so true, though. It is so true. Because, I mean... And we saw that with Tom in um, at the very end of season three, when he said, "And that oh, wow, that does that adds up nicely." We saw that when when the guy broke into their little place in um, in Cuba. Uh, he's fighting with him. He's he's back and forth with him, and he's got him in this chokehold. And he finds Agnes looking at him, and Tom just stops and stares at her, and his little girl. That's when they took him. him. Yeah, and then that's how the guy sneaks up behind. I think it's Matos uh, sneaks up behind him and mm-hmm. smashes him over the head. Tom Keene, the operative, never would have been caught unawares like that. But Tom Keene, the dad, that is real, and you can see it on Ryan's face. He was excellent in that scene where you can just see the my little girl is watching me kill this man. What am I? And that's when he's caught, you know, and that's Liz can't afford that right now for better yeah. or for worse. And, she can't afford it. And and I think that that, you know, however, uh, I always said the, the season five was very sparse with canon facts, but it was extremely rich with parallels. And I think that's why Liz was in a coma. Liz was uh, had to leave Agnes um, and, and Agnes is just one step up because at least she's with a blood relative. That's, you yeah. know, it's but Yeah, it's it's bad. Uh, Beth also wants uh, to, if Tom is at least mentioned every now and then. Um, <sighs> I think, I, I think he will be. I think he will be. Well, probably the, the haters will get, you know, frothy. Um, well, I'm so sure they will. Just but... put on bibs, guys, in case. <laughs> Catch the froth. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> She's still not snorting, so I'm not doing my best. <laughs> yeah. Um, and definitely the next thing that we're going to that she wants is more Glenn and Brimley. They bring some light to the sometimes dark show. And I think that that the entire fandom is with you, Beth. Everybody wants more. In fact, why not have them together in a scene? It would be awesome. Oh, that would be amazing. 
I want Smokey, Glenn, and Brimley in one scene. I don't like Smokey. Am I weird? He's... I he's love obnoxious. him. He's so weird. <laughs> he is. I know. They're all weird, and that's why I like most of them, but... I don't know. Smokey, I've just, I've never warmed to. I just don't like him. He's like, he's like a little thing of energy. And then it's like, he's all worried about this. And then he just changes, like nothing will happen. And just like he's, he wasn't the one saying the the, thing, the previous thing. Now he's like, well, on the other side, I loved him. Um, she also would like to see Aram and Samar get married. Girl, no. That's going to end up bad. Marriages here generally, especially when they are not done on a hurry um, and when people have a chance to mess them up because they have advance notice, um, are not going to do well. But I bet that a lot of the fans will want, will agree with you. They do want to see that. And the wrestler and Cooper having real storylines, uh, not just blink and you'll miss it. I agree. I, I I know balancing a cast like this is difficult, but it, it's got to be done. I mean, it, it just it needs to but be done. But what do you think is go for wrestler? Let's, Say let's what? explore that. For wrestler. Um, where? Um, I think it needs where to do you come think out. Take I, I think it needs to come out what happened with, uh, with Prescott. Um, you I think? think it, I think it needs to be talked about. I think that he and Liz need to connect on it. I think Samara needs to acknowledge that she knew. At least, maybe not the details of it, but she knew something was going on. Because she did. You know she did. Of course did. she did. Uh, there were some deleted scenes in which it was pretty even obvious. Liz, even, I haven't been through all the deleted scenes. I probably should. Um, but even Liz may have known. I mean, the whole bit back and forth about you know the guy in his trunk. Yeah, it's... Yeah, Liz was being goofy about it, but that doesn't mean she didn't think he had a guy in his trunk. She was just letting him go on it. If Ress has a guy in his trunk, obviously there's a reason for it. You know. I, I find I find my you, so you think that they're going to go back and explore that. I I didn't say I think they will. I think that they should. You would like okay. I would like um, it. See, I I am not all where they're going to take wrestler um, because. And this is going to sound weird, and this is going into really strange theories of mine. I do think Wrestler is going to come into the mythology, and that is going to be interesting. This is what I think is going to happen. I don't know. I haven't a fully formed theory, so nothing I can share too much. But I think Wrestler's father had something to do with all this. That'd be interesting. And that story... And that story about him dying with a partner, man, I think he's a cover-up. I, of some I would sorts. love for there to be more about that. Honestly, if we could dig into wrestler's background with his dad, I would be a freaking happy camper. I I would be very happy. I always had this idea that this entire team then because I've no doubt in my mind that every person that was in that team from the very first um, Reddington Task Force to the new Reddington Task Force have been personally mm-hmm. picked by Red. Yeah, I could see that. For I a definitely reason. See that. Yeah. And, and I know that part of the reason of Russell was because he's by the book. When somebody's by the book, they're, you can handle them. You can yeah. predict what they're going to do. But I also think that there is something else. I will leave it at that. 
for now. Um, and Cooper, I honestly think Cooper is going to be a huge part of season five because if there is anybody who knows who Red is, it's Cooper. I don't buy that he was hoodwinked into thinking that this guy who knew before, it's like somebody telling you that your roommate appears 10 years from now or 20 years from now and, and you're going to believe that a supplanter is her. I don't think so. Yeah. Well, maybe not quite that close, but still, yeah. Yeah, somebody that you went to war with, that you rescue from a torture situation, that you run a mission with, you are not going to be mistaken. Yeah. And he knows a lot more than he does that he lets on. I mean, if he had had any doubt, he would have gone to that shirt and take a sample. I mean, if you're going to do it now, you're going to do it later. It doesn't matter. He would have. So he had ways of, of checking that Red was who he said he was. And he never did. And in fact, when he got the confirmation, he felt like he had to go to the superiors. So I very much expect Cooper to have a really big part in this thing. And I'm very excited about it. I hope so, because Harry Lennox is just utterly fantastic. I like that. I I was gonna say that man could read a, you know, a price list, like anything. He could read anything, and I would just sit there and soak it up. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Oh, amazing. He and Spader Uh, together are like, yeah. Keep talking, guys. It doesn't matter what you say. Just keep keep going, boys. Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, whimsy, Uh, whimsy, and something off Tumblr. Uh, Longtime listener of ours. She had several, and I I think this was actually her idea, best I remember. She said something a while back. She's like, you guys should do a wish list episode. And I was like, oh, no, check with Tessa. And here we are, wish list episode. Um, so her thing was a Rom's turtle. She wants to know more about Rom's turtle. I tell you, that girl is very weird, and I love it. <laughs> who would think of a Rom's turtle? And you're Whimsy. right. You know who else? Oh, my God, they're going to have a turtle party. Brimley, Glenn has turtles. I don't remember that. Yes. What episode was that I have to feed the turtle when he's he's going to go with Red to to St. Petersburg. He says he has to feed the turtle. It's been a while. There you go. It's a turtle party. Qualities task force teamwork. Team building. Turtle party. <laughs> I took a there sip of water. I took this massive swig of water and Tess is like, turtle party. And it almost went all over my computer and the microphone. And yes, sadly, sadly, it can't go through the computer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like if someone makes you spit drink out, like they should at least get it like in their general direction. I can't do that when she's in New York and I'm in Texas. Um, Just so. point the general direction. <laughs> that way. That Dynamic way. sisterly duo. I, I Yeah, that seems to be a thing. Yeah, I, I and mean, qual- I, quality task force teamwork. All of those. Yeah, that, that seems to be something that's regularly wanted. How do you think that they're going to take this storylines that they have. So you have on one side Liz doing something that I bet she's not going to let the task force in on it. Oh, no. Um, I mean, I wouldn't let wrestler in that secret because I mean, he's got a lot better about hiding he things. Has, so obviously we saw how but... he 
He hit things pretty good with Prescott, but, but not that much. Not, That's a lot. No, no, there, there is no, there is no letting the task force in on this. I mean, I love mm-hmm. them, I do, and I love them all working together in harmony. But when you're on secret vengeance mission to you know, go after the man that everyone else thinks is your father. No, you're not going to tell anybody. <laughs> exactly. So you're going to have, you're going to have Jennifer and Liz working on one side. You're going to have the task force working on the other and Red is working on the other. And Cooper, meanwhile, he needs blacklisters because otherwise their heads are on the, on the line. Yep. So this is getting, this is going to be a very dynamic session. And what is Red doing in prison? It kills me. If he is in prison, maybe he's not in prison. I don't know. But um, I'm various. And some damn answers. Some damn I think answers. Everybody I love that is one. with you, sister. Everybody wants some answers. Ah, uh, so last one on the list. Do you want this one or do you want me to take it? You do it. Uh, so Raffaella Rusi uh, said, I want a badass Liz who will put red on his knees and show him who she really is. Um, yes, I get your wish, sister. Yes and no. I like I've had a friend of mine. I I will not mention her because she did not send one of these in. But I've had a friend that says that and and I've seen this this general idea float around that they hope that Liz does just utterly destroy Red to, to the death, you know, that just like puts him on his knees and puts a bullet between his eyes kind of thing. And I said, I understand the urge to have that happen. I do. I get it. But for Liz's sake, could you imagine what that would do to her psyche? This is a man that often... Especially if she then does a a DNA test and she's like... (gasps) Yeah, then she's killed her father twice. (gasps) Poor kid. Um, And so, I mean, but... And while that would be a nice circle around, you know, I mean, like, to to be standing there with the gun, like, I I would love to see him on his knees in front of her with the gun pointed at him, but I never want to see her take that shot. That's when Katharina enters and says, girls, what are you doing? I I don't want to see her take that shot because I, at this point, I'm in it for Liz. Like, Liz is what I'm here for. This is what I, I I love Ress, don't get me wrong, but I'm here for Liz at this point. I want her to come out of it with something akin to sanity. And if she kills Red, it that'll be the line she can't come back from. I think Red's talked a lot about... She's never you never know, picking Agnes after that. Yeah, Red's talked about that line that you crossed. He talked about with with, uh, with Wrestler, you know, that when you cross that line that you, you're never the same you again. The yeah, yeah, and I feel you like... You'll never be able to see the light. I feel like... There kill- are things in the dark that prevent you to forever feeling the light in your heart. Mm-hmm. And I feel like killing Reddington would be that for Liz. Like, there, she can... She's a dark person. She always has been. So she can go pretty dark and pretty angry without losing herself forever if she puts a bullet between red's eyes or anywhere in the anatomy that leaves him not breathing at the end well yeah yeah if he dies you know uh, my my point is you know if she if she does like tom did in season one and clips him that's not a big deal you know that that's Honestly, I, I wouldn't mind her. Yeah, that just him. probably that family is like, hey, I didn't like what you said. Hey, jackass, you know. <laughs> um, it's 
Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, that's not a big deal. But if she were to kill him, that's a whole other ball game. And I, I don't want that. I, for her sake, I don't want that. I don't know how I feel about that. I think that at the end, what we have seen over and over is that every time is as doubted, there is some pull towards Red. That's why she was trusting Red in, in episode two uh, with the passports and the gun and told this to anybody else. I think that there is a line that unconsciously Liz has always thought Red was her father. Oh, I agree. I thoroughly And I'm a daddy gator still to this day. I know that you're not. You don't think that uh, he's no, a biological I actually father. don't. I don't have an opinion on that. Um, I sway back and forth regularly. Um, mm. I, I think it's. I'm a, a committed daddy gator. I, I think it's a possibility that that it may come back and they may switch it again. I, I will be irritated if they do because there's only so much back and forth you can take. And only so much back and forth you should ha- ask your audience to take. But... It doesn't mean they won't do it. And um, I I do think in the end, this idea that he's just a stranger that did this, I don't think that's accurate. I I do think even if it's not by blood, I think that Red is a father figure that he views himself as her father, even if it's not by blood. Um, So in that case, yeah, I I remain a daddy gator. I, I do think he's her father. I think that, you know, and, and I'm going to say this. I think he is her father. And and I think that, and this is going to sweet, he's also the skeleton in the <laughs> Because he's in the naval officer and the skeleton in the back. A lot of people forget two things about that identification. First, we have no idea how it was made, but if they remain true to canon, it was not made through a sample from Reddington because Reddington's date was not on file. Uh, it doesn't matter that it was in a locker, in an evidence locker. It's not on file. Cod is a magic sponge that gets DNA in the universe. Um, and the second thing is, anything that we know about that match comes from A, Pete, a highly controversial and shady character that said took that DNA from the tooth. So shady. So super shady. Very shady. And then there was a she with a shaving. I was so disappointed in Pete, though. I did expect him to be so much more than he was. Oh, wait a minute. You have to No, you don't. You haven't been reading my stuff because you've been so busy, so you don't. Hold on. And the rest of the other thing that people forget is if Pete indeed get that DNA from the skeleton, it's from a tooth. All you really know, because the skeleton has now been destroyed, so we have no way of saying or trying to match the skeleton to the tooth, is that there is a tooth in the ground in a, in a suitcase that belonged to Jennifer father or whoever but it's not the skeleton you can take a tooth and put it in somebody else if he wanted to 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 um, fake his death and the other thing and and that is where a, a lot of people who haven't been reading my 
post which basically require you to take a day off from work um, or to take one of your weekends and devote it to read one of my little posts of about, I don't know, 8,000 words, um, is that there is, when you start examining in light, and because the blacklist is very good at putting the horse before, the car before the horse. And and that means they, they will show you something and then they will show you something that happened before, but you never readjust what you thought you saw first with information you have second. And at the time when we saw Denison being in, I know we talk about this in the podcast, that we had no clue who beat him up. But think about this. It wasn't Tom. He just got there. He saw the broken lock. He entered with a gun. But Reda enter exactly the same way. They see the lock. They enters gone. And if he had been Dembe, he had no reason to leave a guy tied up in a chair in his own apartment. He would have called Red. Red had a phone. And tell, come over here and I got this guy. Or take the guy and take him somewhere where he, if he screams, he's fine. Why? But let me go one step further. Let me... You know, horrible idea. Let's not put it on you because that is too horrible. Somebody comes here and ties me to a chair and leaves. And, you know, imagine that I'm not here in the middle of nowhere, but I'm in an apartment building like Denison was. Would I stay there, beaten up, tied, and when I can make some noise if I hear somebody in the in the hallway? Nobody would do that would take the chair down, would try to break the chair, um, would try to get up, try to get to a sharp object to start cutting the, the duct tape. Nobody would do that. Why would you do that if you don't have somebody in that apartment that just hurt Tom and hit too? That's the only reasonable explanation for that scene. That always jarred me and shame on me. I didn't consider it until lately. And who would that be the person who might have been there? Dom, Katarina. I don't think just it would because be, Red did. I don't think it would be Dom. Um, but maybe Katarina. That'd and be if so, interesting. And if so, now think back that weird scene when Nick suddenly after saying, Yeah, I'm not getting involved with that Red into me, he almost killed me when I fake her death. You think I'm going to go back there? He's sitting in the car. We don't see who's behind him. And suddenly out of the blue, right after that scene where um, where uh, um, Denison is shot and somebody must have been in that apartment, he suddenly changes his mind and produces this very strange friend who can help him. And I wasn't too convinced that Nick and Pete knew one another. I know that they acted as if, but I'm not sure. It was very weird. Pete was very shady, and he very much looked like an Elpert, especially when he's shaving his head in that scene that was a parallel to Tom. That was very weird. And it, it had. think about that scene. Why would you put that scene there as a writer? Why would you do that? Why you waste precious minutes in a scene that meant nothing? Because the guy is, I mean, you already saw the fingers. You could have shown the fingers when the guy says, hey, you know what they did to me. Yeah. I have now a two-finger hand. Um, why would you put that there? Why that scene? 
I mean, unless it was meant to mislead, um, that that would be the only other thing uh, mislead. It's a red hair music group, and it might be. I mean, because as we know now, he really wasn't much. I mean, he certainly wasn't the operative that I expected him to be. I expected him to be this badass. And he wasn't. And, and and why wouldn't he say to Garvey what he needed? Why would he keep his mouth shut? Why people that are being dismembered slowly keep their mouth shut when somebody's torturing them about people who, in theory, they got nothing to, to, to worry about? Why Carla kept her mouth shut when Berlin was taking pieces of her and why this guy did not tell Gary I have no idea where he was but you can go look for this guy Tom he's the one who gave me the suitcase and you can have him all just let me live here and let me keep at least four three fingers it's more useful to have three fingers for using a hand I would I mean why keep on to this guy who was never met and didn't even like that much when they met yeah. Um, I was going to say, we, we need to go on to yours and mine's. Go to yours, yeah. Oh, oh am I first? Yeah. Oh, good no? heavens. Um, okay. Either way, which would you rather? You want me to go first? I don't it's care. It's the same. All right. Okay. Um, so my my general wish list, my expectations, I suppose, uh, what, what I hope to happen, I hope Liz gets answers. I hope Liz comes out not I, I hope she comes out being able to go back and get Agnes. Maybe not whole, because I don't think she can be whole without the dream that she wanted so badly. Um, I don't think she can be whole after everything that's happened. But I not generally I, just dissolving things, people, it's Yeah, it's just not it's, conducive she, too. Yeah, she's just She's had a rough go. Um, <laughs> and so I, I hope Liz finds some some version of peace at the end. Um, mm-hmm. And, I mean, what, whether that's at the end of this season or if they go on to, you know, half a season or what, what have you, you know, uh, whatever they do. But that that's, you know, that, that she gets to a place where she's capable of finding peace. Um, my big hope... Um, and this is what I said I would talk about it here at the end. My my big hope, and that impossible hope, like Blacklister talked about, is that Tom's alive. And I, I've discussed this with a few people because I felt so guilty after 5A. Um, I pushed so hard on Tom. Like, there was no way they were going to kill him. There was no way. There was no way. And then they went and did it. And I feel like I really bolstered a lot of people's expectations um, in the King Square community and, and was just badly wrong in my my expectations. Um, and so I, I won't say that that I expect this with any strength of conviction, but this is the reason why I think it is it is possible. Um that this could happen. I feel like if Katarina Rostova is not alive at the end of this, that we have been horribly misled, and I, I'm going to be very frustrated if Kat's not alive. But if Katarina Rostova is alive, Tom Key needs to be alive. Because, hang on, let me finish. Oh my god, you guys should see Tessa. I mean, like, her face is priceless. I'm sitting on my, on my hands, okay? Um... 
but if Kat's alive, Tom needs to be alive because the parallels there, if, if that's the situation, if they're paralleling Katarina and Tom and Red and Liz, I get it. I 100% get it that you have to get Liz to that dark, dark point to get her to the point where to understand where Red was coming from. Um, it would have to be the last episode or two. Um, I, I started kicking the, I thought that this idea, I, I put more legitimacy into this before Ryan took on New Amsterdam. As soon as he took on New Amsterdam, I was like, eh, this isn't happening. We're screwed, you know, this and that. But I started thinking about, as the highest war on and everything, about Ryan talking when he was doing Redemption about playing the lead and also doing a few scenes because there were some crossover scenes and there was just crossover and filming of the blacklist and redemption and how he was capable of doing that. He didn't do a lot on the blacklist, but he was able to do some. And I think theoretically with the energy levels this guy keeps, um, which I'm always impressed with, um, that he would be physically capable and the fact that they all film in New York and the fact that it's all run by NBC, et cetera, et cetera. It is feasible that he would be able to come back for the last maybe episode or two, maybe the tail end of the next to last episode and the last episode and suddenly Tom's alive and he's helping Liz wrap this up at the end. Um, it could happen. Theoretically. Writing-wise, it makes sense. The way they have written this, it does make sense. Because even though it feels like a long time, it felt like a long time between the major with season two with him putting the head out on Tom and actually coming to fruition. And so they're... There are a lot of things that make sense with it. It's more of a, is this the direction that the Johns are going in their writing? That is what I'm not sure of. Um, yeah. The capability Would it be a, is there. a lighter tale or a darker tale? Oh, uh, I think it, it well, that, that's going to depend on my fear. <laughs> um, I think, but honestly, I think giving Liz her chance at her, her happy ending, and I, I hate that term because I feel like you take it completely differently than I mean it her her dream a chance at the family walking in the park the semi-normal life it would be their normal it wouldn't be everybody's normal but it would be their normal uh, giving her a chance at that I think lightens it at least to a degree um it makes it palatable for me um mm. It's about, for me, it's about hope. Not necessarily that, I mean, there, there has to be a, a payday for all the struggle that you put the characters through. You put them through hell. Heaven knows I do. I do it in my own writing. I do it in my own show that I'm working on. I mean, I put them through vicious amounts, vicious amounts of hell to get them to where I want them to go. And... But that makes that hopeful moment that much brighter at the end when they get there. It's well-earned. And so that's, that's why I would like to see that. That's my hope. And we get to the fear, which I think mm. I think I surprised you. Because Tessa asked me the other day what it was, and I told her. And I think I surprised her with it. And I had someone else ask me today, and I think I surprised her as well. 
My biggest fear isn't that Tom will never come back. That's not my fear. It actually doesn't necessarily, at least not directly, have anything to do with Tom Keene, but has everything to do with Raymond Reddington. I am terrified. And this this is a true terror in this show for me. That Red was never meant to be redeemed. That I'm pulling from two He's just a bad dude. That, that he, he is just fixated on what he wants and he will burn the worlds to get it. And Liz is one of those things that will get burned. That she is his – there are three different things that are leading me to this, to, to worry about this. Not you are my home, but you are my way home, which in and of itself is not bad. It's not. But you couple it with John being afraid the NBC will not clear his ending. And an early interview that James did about Red saying, I think it was on the season season one uh, DVD set. He said, you've got to remember, Red isn't a good guy. This is not a good man. And that stuck with me. And it's Who's scared. a good man? Huh? Who is? Who is a good man? I don't know. Who's but a good person? I don't know. But it's just it was something James said. And it just it stuck with me. And it scares me that maybe in the end, Red was never meant to find his redemption. And I feel like if it comes to that, I and some shows do that, and that also goes back to John being a movie person, not a TV person. You can do that in a movie, you can do that in a book, because you spend a select number of hours with these people. A TV show, you get much, much more acquainted with the characters, much deeper acquainted with the characters than you do in a movie or a book. I mean, obviously you have series and such, but, I mean, we've spent over 100 episodes with these characters, and... To turn around in our lead that we've put so much into it, no matter how angry I am with Red, even if his death is very, and spoiler, if you haven't seen the end of Fringe, you know, it's very Walter Bishop, you know, style of, of his redemption arc. Um, I'm okay with that. I, I've been ready for that since I think season three when he got the painting. That I, I've been ready for him to end in that way where he had to give up his life for his child whether biological or not and I've been ready for that but I need him to have some kind of redemption for him to have something there if he doesn't it's gonna really bother me and it's gonna really I think it's gonna sour the whole series for me it's a very artistic approach don't get me wrong a lot of writers enjoy that sort of thing and I get that, but it would really bother me. That that's my worst fear. Yeah, that that did surprise me. That I gotta, it surprised me. Um, but yeah, I should have seen it coming because you have expressed elements of that, you know, for you know a good two years um, now. Um, so I guess mine. Um, what? My expectations are that I think they're going to to start giving us 
answers. I do expect that the answers, again, will be given and taken um, because they have to pixelate the picture. It has to appear one pixel at a time. And then, you know, you start getting more clarity in the little color little things and then you get more and then you get more the picture is complete um it, i think it all depends whether this is the final season or whether they know they got one season and a half or two seasons or three seasons or whatever if they more than one and a half seasons i don't expect any clear answers to come uh if this is the last season or they're gonna get another season or a short season I do expect answers are going to start coming. And even if they're taken away, it's because you need to put that last piece of the puzzle. Remember that scene in, in, the, in the white apartment when he puts the last piece of the puzzle? That's when you start seeing the picture. Um, I hope... I do want to see Dom back. I expect to see Carla, Naomi, or as you who follow my theories, Katarina uh, back. And I do expect that when you put together the timing of her death and the suitcase being removed, I think that when Dom uh, pick up the suitcase, uh, when Red went to Dom and pick up the case for the island, Dom told Katarina and Katarina said this is not good and I think that she started to put things to fake her death and she's being on, on she's on the wind and now she's going to start taking things in her own hands because I honestly think that Red got out of his depth with Liz I would agree there yeah I, I think that he expected one thing and, and it's funny because I was doing a gif there of Proud Red. And you can see how happy he is when she lies very well at the beginning and tells this, this cockamamie story about the fire being a 14 with totally straight face, no nervousness, no anything. She lies very well. And I, I think that the addition of Jennifer, it's going to be a very interesting one because you have now two aspects of his life that he had been desperate to keep separate. And now they're coming together because I don't care what people say about Rena being red. He said he was married to Carla. That makes him, that makes him the man who raised Jennifer. And now you're getting both parts of his life the Katarina side and the Carla side coming together. And that's never a good idea when you're keeping secrets. You want to keep those things yeah. in separate compartments. And now that they're coming together, together they got answers that neither one of them. I do expect that they start remembering a sister. And those things of dreaming about having a sister were actually realities. I will say that the moment that, that they started talking about, you know, that I wish I had had a sister. I was like, oh, I think they knew each other. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I also went back, and um, for those of you who have not seen it, um, it's definitely worth it. Uh, in the Bubble um, Girl movie, home movie, there's the two girls there. They're very close in looks. They're dressed identically, but even the proportions older girls so the legs are longer 
um, the other one has shorter legs, is shorter. So I think that they actually dress, they were very similar looking and they dress identically like in the tangent memory, the Christmas tree log. Well, siblings siblings do that. I mean, especially if they're close in age, parents often, I mean, they don't have to be twins for parents to, to dress them alike. I mean, even my, my baby cousins who are seven and four and a half, I mean, so there's three and a half years difference between them. You know, the, they, I, wait a minute. No, two and a half years difference. Sorry. Math. Math is not my strong suit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but there's, you know, that they mm-hmm. they will dress them in similar clothes or identical clothes, you know. And that's just a thing that parents do. I mean, it's cute. It's what And they both had, like, little curly hair and all uh-huh. that, like, when Liz was three years old. Look closely at those pictures. You can go in my blog. I have a post about it. Or even better, Go watch those scenes slow, and you'll see where there's a point he was splicing the picture, and he kept them all. Um, so that that is that's what I think. What I'm what I'm hoping that we will see that we will see that they start to cooperate, and when they cooperate, they start to get memories back. And I don't know that Jennifer was ever not appraised of you know what happened, why were they hiding. How much Jennifer is actually no? Doesn't she know how much was she also misled by by her mother? Um, that's I'm definitely hoping for more Glenn. I want more Brimley, and I love Smokey. I want to see more Smokey. Um, and I want to see Dembe getting into a very conflictive situation in which he feels that he is basically in the same thing that Kate was. Do I betray Red to keep alive or do I follow his wishes and let him be? And that's that's something I'm very interested in watching because it would be a moral dilemma that Red loves about what is the right thing to do. And I'm, I'm expecting a lot of Cooper, not a lot of Wrestler. Um, I don't expect Samar and Ram to be as prominent. I expect actually more Ram than Samar. I think Samar's story is pretty much done, so she will do a supporting thing here unless they kill her or kill a Ram. Or, uh, I hope they don't because I enjoy their characters. I think that they will be, um, they will be very good for the, the revenge. Um and finally, the impossible dream that I'm right, that Tom is alive, that Carla is Caterina, and that uh, my general uh, um, parallel and theme is true. And if I am, guys, uh, and any of the writers do listen here, um, don't worry, nobody believes me. It's a theory that has like four people that believe in it. Um, so by no means is a movement. Uh, I'm most hardened by the fact that it has never even put into a red herring. So that gives me great hope. Um, and if you do, please name my character Tessa, just because I figured it out and it's four of us. So I'll share it with my other um, 
co-conspirators who believe in this because I haven't even been able to convince Jen and Jen and I talk a lot so we do there so that's I, uh, I will that say is, I will say that if you are right I will be yelling it from the mountaintops and congratulating you so <laughs> Yeah, I don't know whether people who laugh at me so much, I don't know. Maybe I'll be gracious and say, I told you so. Uh, uh, maybe I won't be gracious. Who knows? And my biggest fears is that they cancel the series and we get just crappy answers in a book or or, or Lord knows what in a two-hour series where they just sit down and talk. And, oh, my God, that would be awful. Oh, wow. Just, like, verbalize it? No, absolutely yeah. not. Absolutely I mean, it not. would be better than nothing, but, oh, that is Maybe? just painful. Yeah. No, I don't think they'll do that. I, I really don't. Um, I, I Like I said, networks have gotten so much better about, especially when they've put the hours into it. And, and NBC owns enough of this that I think they'll, you know, if they still only own 25%, then, meh, you know, they, they might not have enough in it. But they've got some skin in the game. They own 50%. I think that they will, you know, while I don't feel like they're putting a whole lot into it right now, you know, they've got other shows. They've got um, Manifest, New Amsterdam, and uh, Enemies Within uh, are their big pushes this mm -hmm. season. Uh, two two uh, um, came up in the fall, and then uh, Enemies Within, which is very similar to The Blacklist, actually. Um, I... From what I've seen of it, from what I've read of it, it's got some, some you know, it just, mm -hmm. I think it would draw a similar audience. Um, but yeah, and so um, I, I think their focus is on their new shows to a large extent, but I don't think that they will just leave us, by us, I mean, you know, the people that, that have Hi. put all the effort into it. I don't think they'll leave us hanging. Um, I, I think it behooves them to allow the Johns to tie it up as tightly as they can. If not, even a, a, a comic book will do. I mean, just no, give me answers. No, just give me the end of the show. Like but you're 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 a character person so I you am. do need the end. I just need the answers. No, I, um, I, I need to know where people are. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big thing for me. Um, and that's, like, I've had people ask me, they're like, oh, my God, if my, if my favorite character died, I wouldn't be watching still. Why are you still watching? You're hella bitter. You're, you know, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm getting better with the better thing. I'm trying, you know. But honestly, I need to know where the, I said, Tom was my favorite, but I love Ress. I love Aram. I love Samar and Liz and... Heaven help me. I There was a day I loved Red. You know, it's... I need to I know... I still love Red. I, I have so much of Red in me. scary. I've put a lot of effort and a lot of time and emotional energy into this, this story that they're telling us. I need to know the ending. And so, I, I'm here till the end. That's, that's where I stand on that. Yeah. So that is a, that is a very interesting because... At, we do not coincide in even one thing. Um, it's crazy. And yet, um, I, I can give a, a slight report from Reddit is more or less of the same thing. People just want answers. And they want answers well made. They just don't yeah. want a slapstick thing. Exactly. Like, oh, here, this is it. I mean, we, we they have laid elements that have people turning in circles. They want to understand 
you know, the truth and it has to make sense. Yeah. You know, there, there they, are very serious theories discussing like tiny minutiae there. Yeah. They, including Rederina fans, including people who think that he's a total imposter, not related whatsoever. Everybody wants answers. Definite answers, because answers, we've got a lot of them. Some make no sense with the others, mm-hmm. unless they do. And I, that's when, when I was jumping up and down, because you're saying Katerina Rostova is coming back. And I said, no, Katerina Rostova is dead. <laughs> Katerina is a whole different story. It's about identity. Yeah, I guess that's fair. But I mean, you know, the person that was Katerina Rostova. All right. Well, I think that that about wraps us up. Um, we will return with the uh, the first episode in. We'll, we'll see. Um, we're going to kind of gauge when it comes back on if we're doing episode by episode. Um, I, I have been incredibly busy over the hiatus. I mean, between my day job, which I do actually do, um, and and building my writing portfolio, I'm going to start start pitching to to agents come the new year and so it's it's been busy for me and um so we we don't especially with no breaks and everything we don't know if we'll be doing every episode but we'll kind of gauge it out and we'll let you guys know uh we will start back with the first episode though and have a podcast you know a, a back with it podcast and so, um, and, and, uh, I think everybody is, is pretty ready for, for the beginning in the new year. I mean, I'm very excited about actually not having those breaks. Those breaks yeah. kill me. They're rough. They are rough. Um, because they, they also put a structure into the story that is not organic to the story. Um, well, I mean, yes and no. It's just a different way of writing. It's that's something I've been learning (laughs) it's it's bizarre having to try to gauge that and that's something that i i've really been interested with because new amsterdam uh ryan's new show was picked up for 13 episodes to begin with and most shows are picked up for a select number of episodes usually 13 uh, for a major network um for the fall season and then if they do well in the first several weeks they get their back half um which I think is nine episodes typically. Um, yeah, nine episodes for 22 episode season. And so I was expecting 13 in the fall and nine in the spring. That made sense. And then nine episodes in, they're like, we'll see you in, in January. And I was like, wait, <laughs> why? <laughs> um, but I, I, I think that the showrunners and the producers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, get to kind of make the decisions where those those breaks happen, um, and they they aim for them. I mean, I know that with Codename Gray, I, I've got major beats that I want to hit in a season, and I'm like, okay, well, this is that, so I need to be aiming for that at this general episode so that I can have my fall break there, you know, assuming it's a, you know, a major network fall break there. And then, you know, uh, spring, uh, spring, um, break. No, God, it's sweeps. It's sweeps. Thank you. Sorry. My brain's cutting off at this it's point. Late. It is. It's getting late. Yeah. Uh, spring sweeps. And then, uh, season finale. I mean, those are your three big major hits. 
And it's just a matter of writing to them. It's it's not necessarily inorganic. It's just different. Well, I guess I mean where the story wanted to go. All right. And so this wraps us up for this 68th episode of the Keen Minds podcast. And so we'll see you after the show starts. We'll have our first episode of the season. And then from there on, we'll let you know how it goes. Uh, when we see it, we'll know. So hoping you have a very good holidays for those who celebrate holidays in this time of the year. Uh, we'll see you next year. All right. And you can catch us on iTunes, on SoundCloud and YouTube, on Facebook, Tumblr and Twitter. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.